0: Welcome to HSBC Talks Business, the podcast series that brings together business leaders and industry experts to explore the latest global insights, trends, and opportunities. Make sure you're subscribed to stay up to date with new episodes. Thanks for listening. And now on to today's show. Today, we'll be speaking to international organizations across Singapore, Malaysia, and Indonesia about how they're future-proofing their supply chain and also to understand how they're embedding digitization and sustainability into their business plan. I'm very pleased to be joined by some of our most valued clients in Southeast Asia. Please welcome Mr. Andre Kaur, the CFO of Chandra Esri. Esri, Ms. Cha Roksui, the, Huxley, the director, Huxley, director of Family Martial Asia, Mr. Mr. William Ong, the group CEO of VS Tech Singapore and group CFO of VS Tech Holdings Limited, and Mr. Wei Chun Chua, head of supply chain at the Singapore Economic Development Board. Welcome. We're going to talk to the panel how they have successfully optimized their supply chain in this new era of change and uncertainty. Chuck Soe, let me start with you. Family Mart is a convenience store franchise chain, and it's probably fair to say that in the past two years, the uh, pandemic has had material impact in terms of the way you operate your business. Can you please share with us some of your lessons learned and how they impact your future supply chain management? Thank you, Margaret. Retail business is indeed very much impacted over the past
1: two years. Retail business relied heavily on footfall, which you can see has been constantly fluctuating as we experience different level of movement control. The key lesson learned I would say is we actually focus a lot on speeding up our internal capability strengthening, especially in digitalization and building a more resilient supply chain to enable us to adapt to the constant changes in a timely manner. We sped up the development of e-commerce platform, and within a few months, we managed to diversify from serving our customers totally offline to totally online. Then partially as the movement control changes in phases, and then now a good mix of both. One of the key elements I would say that we can do this quickly is that we have good visibility of data centrally. It helps us to promptly understand the changing customer behaviors, detect vulnerability, and then alert us on potential disruption. The availability of integrated data has also helped us to better predict our customers' demand, hence reduce or ramp up our production and inventory levels easily in the continuous changing environment. The next lesson I would say is, with the pandemic disruption, rising costs, and geopolitical tensions, we learn the necessity to rebalance our supply chain towards more regional networks, on top of our current management criteria. While we continue to strengthen our relationship with current suppliers, which allowed us to have very minimal supply disruption during the pandemic, we also diversified the concentrated regional risk of having few market leaders in one continent to smaller players in other continents. One example for this is, we increased our suppliers' pipelines for major equipments and ingredients from current Europe, US, to include Taiwan, Japan, Korea, Australia, and China. This has become a permanent part of our risk management strategy since then.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much, Jokso. It seems like pace, rebalancing, and diversification are key to your success. Andre, turning to you, thank you for joining us today. Chandra Esri, is the largest integrated petrochemical company in Indonesia with a leading position in the region. Can you please provide some insights into how you maintain a resilient supply chain?
2: Thank you, Margaret. Uh, It is indeed a pleasure to be here. Uh, And same like Jopsoe, I think our excellence in supply chain management uh, is indeed a key strategic focus area for Chandra Asri as we uh, procure more than $2 billion of uh, goods and services annually to feed into our value chain that produces petchem products, which are around 40% of Indonesia's market capacity. We are guided by our North Star, which is an acronym. We want our supply chain to be sustainable, tactical, agile, and resilient. And on sustainability, we have focused on weaving environmental, social, and governance factors, ESG factors, into our daily operations, as well as long-term supply chain strategy. Tactics is about the how of realizing our supply chain strategy and here we have embedded process and operational excellence which are supported by analytics as well as market intelligence. Agility is about dynamic data-driven decision making which is underpinned by our digital transformation program that amalgamates technology people process system as well as business impact. And last but not least resilience is about strengthening The robustness of our supply chain stress testing it considering scenarios and dynamically optimizing it to adapt our immediate medium and long-term procurement and supply chain strategies accordingly and this includes deploying vertical integration near-shoring proactive vendor and category management as well as uh, launching multi-platform sourcing strategies
0: Thank you, Andre. It's very glad to hear that your North Star is very much aligned to the theme of our session today. William, a very warm welcome to you. As a leading ICT provider of service and product in Asia Pacific with a wide regional client base, can you please let us know how you have been optimizing your inventory and also your supply relationship in response to the recent supply chain challenges?
3: Thanks Margaret. Uh, hi, everyone. As an IT distributor in the region, digitalization, which I've heard the other two speakers also mentioned quite a lot, we embarked on digitalization quite earlier on in our uh, business processes. So uh, what we found was that uh, in uh, 2020, beginning of uh, 2020 when COVID hit, uh, we were able to react very, very quickly uh, in terms of uh, what our inventory level is, Uh, what is our situation with the accounts receivables as well as accounts payable. And of course, with the data that we have, we are able to quickly communicate with our our vendors upstream uh, to ensure that uh, there won't be oversupply of uh, equipment uh, into the channels. And uh, of course, in the meantime, we're able to actually communicate a lot more with our downstream customer ensure that they do actually pay on time To ensure the whole working capital cycle is actually uh, healthy. Of course, being an IT company, digitalization is is one of the key uh, elements of uh, how we've actually managed the whole uh, pandemic situation. 2020 was uh, a a really challenging year, but uh, in terms of IT, uh, we have actually uh, benefited from uh, all the work from home, study from home, the whole need for digitalization. So, uh, but having said that, without being able to actually plan properly, it would have been quite difficult to get through because you can imagine the first half was completely disrupted. And then all the businesses basically kind of like squeezed into the second half. And uh, from a casual perspective, it can actually be quite challenging as well.
0: Thank you very much, William. Great to hear that digitization played a key role to your success. And last but not the least, Wei-Chun, over to you. The um, Singapore Economic Development Board is a government agency tasked to look at strategies to position Singapore as the global business center. So with your broad perspective across multiple industries, can you please tell us, what do you see is the top priority of companies when they're actually looking to reshape their supply chain in Southeast Asia?
3: Yes, thanks, Margaret, and uh, for having me here today. Um... You know, in in our work, we engage with many multinationals across uh, different sectors. Uh, what many of them have done in the early stages of the pandemic uh, was to adjust the inventory strategy, right repositioning inventory into a hub where they can get the goods in and out easily. um also building inventory buffers to cater for the disruptions that we are seeing more and more of over the last twenty four months, but that even though it's necessary, can be quite costly. so, so we are seeing there's a need to augment that inventory strategy with something else. In uh, many companies, what we've seen is that they are uh, taking a more proactive stance in responding to these events. As mentioned earlier by William, we were hoping that the disruptions will become far and few between. But uh, what we are seeing is a slew of events that's happening one after the other. And the only way for you to deal with it is not to react to it, and is to have a proactive stance. And what we've seen with companies who, who have adjusted that stance is to really gain a good visibility within their supply chains. And also mentioned by our, our co-panelists earlier, um, it's about understanding, firstly, you know, where the risks are, where the gaps are within your supply chains, within your Tier 1s and Tier 2s, where the potential choke points could be, and having that picture. But even that picture can, can be a quite static picture to act upon. So a lot of companies are starting to invest in having more real-time visibility. And that's not saying that you need to have all the information at hand, but having sufficient information to allow you to respond to the unforeseen events that uh, we've mentioned earlier. So I see that as a key priority for many corporates and upon which then I think you can build all other elements of the supply chain a uh, a bit. Pursuing agility or diversification.
0: Thank you, wei What fantastic, insightful sharing from all of you. From the HSBC research, we've also found that digitization and sustainability, like all our speakers have said, are top of mind when it comes to them looking at their supply chain. So I'd like to start with the topic of sustainability. According to our survey, around 43% of the corporates are actually facing barriers when they're trying to incorporate sustainability into their supply chains. So Andre, let me start with you on this topic. As a manufacturer, how are you innovating to embed sustainability into your supply chain?
2: Thank you, Margaret. Well, in weaving ESG into our supply chain to make it more sustainable, technical, agile, and resilient, we have uh, executed a few key milestone projects. So perhaps I'll share some vignettes of uh, what we have done. So firstly, we partnered with a global environment company to reduce our environmental footprint and in parallel, optimize costs through the implementation of green chemistry and a digital platform to track our water usage. Uh, By doing this, we were able to reduce more than 92 million gallons of water consumption, as well as mitigate more than 2,000 tons of CO2. And uh, by doing this as well, it has made us more agile with the lower uh, cost requirement and able to better track uh, the utilization of water uh, across our back value chain. From a financial perspective, uh, Chandra Sri launched the first ever uh, cross-border blockchain letter of credit from Indonesia on Contour, the dedicated fintech platform. And uh, we see this as a key step towards the simplification and transformation of conventional trade finance. And uh, we are delighted to play a role here to massively reduce uh, paper flow. So clearly that also saves some trees. And not only that, in parallel, this has made our trade finance more agile by 90%, reducing the standard letter of credit flow by 10 days down to 24 hours. Uh, And lastly, perhaps another example I would share is the establishment of a digital supply chain platform uh, with barcodes to fully automate our warehouse operations. And with that, we are able to uh, improve capacity, uh, improve the packaging quality that we have that then enhances product traceability and reduces wastage and loss, hence mitigating leakages as well as uh, emissions. I hope that helps, Margaret.
0: It does, certainly does, Andre. And it's, it's amazing how you're truly following the North Star of the company, yes? So, William, over to you. The IT and tech industry has been benefiting from higher demand as a result of either greater investment in technology in general, or, as you said, uh, people working from home, educating from home. So, can you help us understand how Techs is preparing your supply chain for the future, and how do you see that panning out for the industry going forward?
3: I think from our perspective, having you know seen what has happened in the last two years, the key is really the proper planning of, of the whole supply chains, uh, the inventories are, are planning together with our upstream vendors. I think the key here is um, we've got to work together to make sure that uh, where are the uh, breaking points, where are the shortage coming from. And uh, at this moment in time in the IT sector, sometimes it's not even just the chip shortage. Just a cable shortage can actually delay and stop the whole projects from going forward. So what we've learned this time around is uh, probably moving forward, the ability uh, to be able to track inventories, uh, the ability to be able to trace uh, where the pain point of the uh, supply chain disruption is, is key. And by doing that, only digitalization of, uh, of all these data will be, will enable us as well as our vendors and our customers to be able to do that.
0: Thank you very much. And you've moved on to the topic of digitization and how that visibility is very important in ensuring that we have that resilience in the supply chain. Thank you very much for that. Chuck. So, turning to you, you have an amazing story on digitization and you've also shared with us how you have been embedding data in your supply chain strategy. So can you tell us what is the wider impact that it has had on your business? Uh, Yes, thanks, Margaret. I think we are no different from any of the panelists
1: here. Uh, When we design or decide on an operation flow, data capturing and analytics is always one big consideration. Digitalization allows us to consolidate data of all our operations in one platform, which improves the accuracy and accessibility of data. And this is especially important when we are dealing with very short shelf life, cold chain fresh food, such as onigiri, bento and sandwiches that you can enjoy in our store. I will like to take you through some digital initiatives that we have implemented with the aim to optimize cost and reduce waste in our operations. Firstly, all our sales data and inventory levels of each individual stores are actually captured close to real-time. And this data is used to perform daily replenishment of the items centrally. Changes in the consumption pattern and footfall can be easily detected and then allowing us to use analytics to analyze them and predict the drop or surge in demand, hence reducing waste. All daily store orders are also consolidated and sent to the central kitchen directly to reduce order to production lead time. The distribution of our produced fresh food to stores are also aided with system barcodes to allow shortest allocation and delivery time, which will improve the delivery accuracy and also to allow stores to have longer selling time before expiry of only three days. In-store, we also have promotion mechanism of near expiry product which will be triggered automatically upon checkout. All waste data are also captured in stores close to real time before they are returned to a central locations to be collected and recycled as part of the animal feed supply chain. This is part of our sustainability effort. I think the initiative that I have just walked you through allow us to operate more efficiently and reduce food waste, which is a big part of managing very short shelf life items.
0: Thank you. It's it's amazing how you're combining digitization and sustainability together in, in what you're doing. Uh, thank you for that. And Wei Chun, in light of what the others have shared about the challenges and opportunities that they're facing, can you please tell us what are the trends that you're seeing around innovation digitization or sustainability in Singapore or across Southeast Asia? And also, how are organizations like the EDP aligning to support the industries?
3: Yeah, no, Thanks, Margaret. So I think digitization is the big trend that we see amongst companies. And what we have done in Singapore is to make sure that we have the ecosystem that can support some of the transformation efforts on the company's end. So that's really bringing in the solution providers setting up platforms where they can try these solutions. But also, I think beyond the technology, it's about the development of the talent. Um, You know, the people are important because they will be the ones using the digital tools. So in fact, what we've done uh, in the recent months is to embark on a study of the supply chain talent landscape in Singapore, um, identifying the skills gaps or rather the skills requirements of the future, and hopefully coming up with interventions that can help them, for instance, uh, be equipped with the digital skill sets and acumen. And more importantly, I think it will also be the rewiring of the mindset. You know, you have to shift away from a functional uh, perspective to understanding how, you know, the decisions uh, made within a supply chain is going to affect financial performance. Um, so that would be a big thing that we are doing to develop the talent um, to enable the digital transformation of companies.
0: Thank you very much. And I'm sure you will join me in thanking all of our guest speakers today and for their candid and very insightful sharing. Thank you, all of you. It was very exciting to hear about the various ways that organizations are innovating and adapting to building resilient supply chains. Here at HSBC, we are committed to transforming with our customers and also very actively co-creating with them to build smarter businesses together. Thank you for joining us at HSBC Talks Business. We hope you enjoyed the discussion. Please do subscribe to the HSBC Talks Business channel to stay up to date with new episodes.